Welcome to the HeatingHelp.com podcast, your source for HVAC tips and stories. I am your host, Erin Hollihan Haskell. In this episode, Dan Hollihan shares tips on how to properly size a hot water boiler, as well as some things you should avoid so you don't end up in hot water. I'm going to tell you a story about why I think you should never size a hot water boiler by measuring the radiators. Uh, the house that we've lived in for all these years was built in 1950 on the, on the Isle of Long in New York, and it used to have a radiant heating system. In 1970, the previous owner noticed wet spots on his kitchen floor, and since they didn't have a dog, he knew that the family's budget was about to take a nosedive. There's nothing uh, much you could do when the copper and the concrete start springing leaks, especially the stuff that they put in in the 1940s and 50s. So the guy before me called a local plumber who came in and pronounced the radiant system dead. The plumber gave the guy a price to convert to baseboard hot water heat, and then he ran copper fin tube baseboard everywhere there was a wall. The only places he missed were the front and the back doors, and that's only because they don't make baseboard with hinges. And he used element every single foot of the way. Of course he did. And this stuff puts out more heat than an 18-year-old aerobics instructor, and on most winter days we sit and pant like old dogs in our house. The guy that put the heating zone on our second floor did about the same, so I figured they must have been related. Through their combined efforts, we now have 200 linear feet of three-quarter inch baseboard, all of it live element. If you ever run out of that stuff, give me a call. You know what got me thinking about my overabundance of radiation? The other day, a contractor I know told me he does a heat loss calculation by going around and measuring the radiators. You mean when it's steam heating, I said. Well, yeah, but not just steam, he said. I do it on every system. you got to support the radiation. I agree with you in the case of steam, I said. With steam, you have to match the boiler to the connected load because steam is a gas that wants to condense into a liquid. If you have more piping and radiation and you have steam to heat it, the steam won't make it to the ends of the run. You'll wind up with a cold house that costs a lot to heat. Inadequately at that, I think you're making a mistake if you size a replacement hot water boiler that way. He shook his head and he said, that's the way I do it. I've been doing it that way for years. But you're probably going to oversize the boiler if you measure the radiation on a hot water job, I told him. He kept shaking his head. Works for me. You have to do a heat loss calculation when it comes to hot water heat, I insisted. That's all that matters, the heat loss. Kept shaking his head. Takes too long to do a heat loss, he said. It's too much, too much trouble. It's much easier just to measure the radiators. So I invited him over to my house for a visit. What's the heat loss of this place, I asked. You're going to make me work, he chuckled. Yep, I said. Show me how you'd size a boiler for this place. He went out to his truck and came back a few minutes later with a tape measure, a pad and a pencil, and a calculator. He laid the tape around the perimeter, both upstairs and down, and recorded the numbers. Then he added it all up. You have 200 feet of three-quarter inch baseboard here, he said. I know. Each foot of three-quarter inch baseboard puts out about 580 BTUs per hour when the average water temperature is 170 degrees, he said. I know. You really know your stuff. I do, he said. So 200 times 580 is 116,000. That's the heat loss for your house. That's what you'd quote me on? I called you for a price on a replacement boiler. You'd quote me on that? Well, he said, I have to add something for the domestic hot water load. You have an indirect heater right now, so we'll have to add quite a bit for that. Come with me, I said. We walked toward my office. 
You're going to show me I'm wrong now, right? You're going to whip out some books or something and show me how what I've been doing all these years is wrong, right? He laughed and he shook his head. I didn't say anything. I just sat down at the computer and called up a heat loss calculation software program. Ten minutes later, I sized the whole house for the heat loss on a 15-degree Fahrenheit day. The heat loss is 40,000 BTUs per hour. I showed him where it said so, right there on the computer screen. That can't be, he said, shaking his head with conviction. Not with all that radiation you have. He shook some more. Can't be. You'd never support the radiation with such a small boiler. So in other words, I said, you'd put in a boiler that's what, about four times bigger than what the house actually needs? He waved his hand at the computer screen, dismissing it. I don't need any of that. He said, all I got to do is match the radiation. That's all. I got to support the radiation. I told you, I've been doing it that way for years. But radiation isn't heat loss, I said, trying my best to convince him. Your price is going to be out of line if you base your boiler size on the radiation. He kept shaking his head. Been doing it this way for years, he said. I'm not about to change now. I'm an old dog. I'm not going to put in something that's too small. Oh, no, not me. I don't need those headaches. I wasn't able to convince him. He just couldn't get past the habit of oversizing boilers. Old habits are hard to break. How's business, I asked him. Eh, not so good. Not so good lately, but that's because people are cheapskates. But here's something else to consider. Most hot water heated homes are overradiated. I think we both know that. You can make this work in your favor if you think it through. Whenever there's more radiation than the job actually needs, you can take advantage of that by running the boiler at lower temperatures, or better yet, on an outdoor air reset control that will follow the weather and maximize the savings. Here's an example of what I'm talking about. Let's say you have a room with a heat loss of 5,800 BTUs per hour. If you put in 10 feet of 3 quarter inch baseboard and supply it with 180 degree water, you'll match the heat loss on the design day because 3 quarter inch baseboard puts out 580 BTUs when there's 170 degree average water temperature flowing through it. But suppose someone before you installed 15 feet of 3 quarter inch baseboard instead of 10 feet. He just ran the stuff from corner to corner with the same temperature water flowing through it. 15 feet of 3 quarter inch baseboard will put out about 8,700 BTUs per hour into the room, and that's too much. The burner will cycle too often, and the combustion efficiency will suffer. But since this extra baseboard is already there, you can take advantage of it. Try running 150 degree water through it. At 150 degrees, each foot of 3 quarter inch baseboard will put out 380 BTUs per hour. Since there's 15 linear feet, it will put out 5,700 BTUs per hour into the room. That's just about right for the coldest day of the year. It costs less to operate the system at 150 degrees than it does to operate at 180 degrees, so the customer will save money. And to protect the boiler from a low temperature return, all you need will be an expensive uh, thermic valve that, uh, that companies make or a bypass, and you're all set. Combine lower water temperature with a properly sized boiler, and the homeowner wins every time, and so do you. Thanks to Dan Hollihan for joining us, and thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, then you'll love Dan Hollihan's book, Classic Hydronics, How to Get the Most from Those Older Hot Water Heating Systems. You can find it in our store at heatinghelp.com.